0: Oh.
1: Welcome to The Bruce Siski Show. Follow The Bruce Siski Show on Twitter to interact anytime. Got something on your mind? You can text Bruce during the show by using the short code 84454. You're listening to The Bruce Siski Show on 610 and FM 103.9 KDAL.
0: 10 11 Thursday morning, Bruce Siski Show on KDAL. Great to have you along. 7th of September, 2023. Busy show this morning. We'll be checking in with UMV Volleyball Super Duper Senior Madison Gordon about 10.35. Before that, new head coach of the Minnesota Wilderness is Colton St. Clair opening night in Proctor on Saturday versus Anchorage. We'll preview that in about uh, 15 minutes or so. Joining us now off the top of the show, head coach of the UMV Cross Country teams is Brett Jensen. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. Uh, first full summer for you in the uh, uh, on the job at UMD. What did you guys get done this summer? Would you uh, were you able to do something cool?
2: Yeah, yeah, you know, got got some good family time, um, some good downtime, but uh, yeah, right back to work and uh you know, prepping for the the fall season here, 2023, and getting ready for the track seasons come this, this later this winter and this spring.
0: For for somebody like you, and you've got cross country now, you've got indoor track in the winter, you've got outdoor track in the spring, you've got recruiting you have to do to keep these programs strong. What is what is downtime for for somebody in your position?
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just taking advantage of you know our, our kids away from campus in the in the summer. And you know, connecting with with folks back uh, where I'm from in Iowa, and you know, really kind of soaking it in before yeah, it's all you know, all systems go here in the next the next uh, nine months or so. Um, but we love it, very passionate about it, and um, you know, our kids do a really good job of you know making this place feel like home, and so does our staff. So very thankful.
0: We uh, will talk Bulldog Open here in a second, but you guys got started on Friday at the Oz Memorial down in Falcon Heights. What you think of what you saw in meet number one?
2: Yeah, you know, you know, it was a great season opener for us. Um, so it's always nice to do these early season meets. It allows our kids kind of get in that competitive mindset earlier and that's exactly what I saw. You know, I think we've got some training under our belts and more to come here, but these next few weeks will really set us up for later in the season and i think we just put ourselves in a really great competitive spot with two really good programs um that had really great athletes also competing Uh,
0: tell me about uh we'll start with the women here because it's ladies first on this show tell me about maddie verkirke and 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 the cross-country team as you guys get started here over the weekend and and hope to keep things rolling here today at the bulldog open
2: yeah yeah you know maddie verkirke is coming back um she's gonna be A really really great competitor for us Um, you know she's so talented and has put in a lot of work and um, is really kind of a veteran and has become a really good role model for our younger women so um, I'm excited today she'll open up um, and it'll be yeah it should be a really good race
0: you've got on both the men's and women's sides talking to UMD cross-country coach Brad Jensen you've got a lot of returners that are that are back for you as a coach how valuable is that to have so much experience back in the fold here for 2023.
2: Yeah, you know, I re- rely a lot on my friends and just, you know, their, their consistency. They they know the ropes. They, they understand the lingo, right? And they're just great role models for our younger classes and, and really... You know, they set they set up our freshmen up really well um, for years to come and just do all the little things right, and that's that's all I can ask for as
0: their coach. A lot of familiar names on the men's side. Jack Van Kempen is back. Lucas Selman is back. Austin Anthony is back. Owen Dickinson is back. I mean, you don't have to coach this group, right? They just, they just go off and do things on <laughs> – they just do it all on their own, right? It makes it easy for you.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah. You know, we, we are excited for the men's team this year. You know, they – I think we'll – surprise a lot of people um you know they've been working hard all summer and you're right i just you know they they are just such a great group that they show up they say okay coach and they get right to work so it's just been it's been an honor to to be able to support them and lead them
0: favorite place in duluth to take your teams to run
2: you know this year it's been the munger trail so far um it's nice and flat
0: <laughs> and
2: uh, allows us to really you know taking the scenic views especially right around the Ely's peak um corridor down there so we've been hitting that up quite a bit
0: i, th- I thought you picked something a little hillier as the coach you're a little challenge <laughs> challenge these athletes come on
2: i know i know well lester park golf course is a good place for that too. <laughs> that'll be good for today <laughs> yeah i
0: was gonna say that's today that's the bulldog open how much of an opportunity did your athletes get to run this thing here in the, in the run-up pun intended to the bulldog open this afternoon <laughs>
2: Yeah, you know, just a few times. I've got quite a few that um, ran it last year. And so the course is just a little bit different, a little finagling here and there to kind of take advantage of some more rolling, more gradual hills um, in different sections. So um, ran it yesterday, the whole thing. And, yeah, they they liked it. And they're in for for a good time. And, and, you know, they know that it embodies Duluth well with all the hills. So it'll set us up, I think, for, you know, some of our later – um, meets this year that are a bit more flat. It should feel pretty easy.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, is is that something you look to, to do? Is you you look ahead, and maybe see some flatter courses, and and maybe get your athletes a little better conditioned here in the hills.
2: Absolutely. You know, I think um, we, we we take really good advantage of the hills, the elevation gain, and and really kind of get that that activity level. You know, that that fitness through um, hill endurance, things like that. Um, early in the season so that it sets us up really well, nicely at the, the end of the season when it counts.
0: Talking to UMD cross country head coach, Brett Jensen, Bulldog Open is today. This is an event that the, the uh, schools put on here for a little while. Uh, it's at Lester Park golf course. If you want more details, go to umdbulldogs.com. The men start at three and the women will begin at four. Uh, who do you have joining you this year at the Bulldog Open?
2: Yeah, we've got our twin ports um, schools joining us. So UW-Superior, uh, the College of St. Scholastica, and Northland College out in Wisconsin.
0: So it's a it's a kind of a smaller meet, but but this is still a great opportunity for it – it's not like you guys host a ton of races throughout the year. It's a great opportunity for folks to run on their home turf. For
2: sure, yeah. It's, it's always important to try and get our student-athletes a great home competitive experience and um, put a lot of time and effort into making this course and this meet. Um, yeah, something to be proud of and something to you know, call home.
0: As you guys start to build up here and 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 I I guess I I should know this off the top of my head but I'm trying to think if I looked at the schedule how many meets you guys have before conference of the uh, endish part of October. I know you got the the GRIACs coming up here later on this month but you know what do you hope to see out of your group is cuz the build's going to happen quickly. I think it's October 21st is the conference meet in Bismarck. That's coming a lot quicker than people think. What do you hope to see out of your group here this week as you continue to build to that big that big day in Bismarck?
2: Yeah, you know, I just want to see, you know, some more running. I think we're we're our finest when we can run together more and our spread is really tight, meaning we've got not a lot of gap in between our, you know, our five scoring runners. And so um, I think we're definitely capable, both men and women, to do that. You know, they run together in practice. They're used to running with each other. And so it's just another time to practice that pack running and, you know, gradually moving up through each kilometer um, and staying together. That's, Something that's going to be key come the later parts of the season, as well as we build up for conference.
0: And I have to think that's where experience really helps too, because the, these are these are athletes that are used to being around each other. They're used to running together, and they know the importance of that pack mentality.
2: Exactly. Yes, the the veterans are my returners have done such a great job, and um, yeah, get, having them be able to teach that that important um, aspect to our freshmen and, and kind of learning the ropes to you know what our culture is around that and what we bring to each meet is
0: definitely key. Lester Park Golf Course, the site this afternoon. Men at 3, women at 4. It's the Bulldog Open 2023. Details uh, at UMDBulldogs.com. Enjoy today. Best of luck this season. All right, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Appreciate it. Brett Jensen, head coach of the UMD Cross Country Teams as they embark on the Bulldog Open happening this afternoon. Clouds outside, temps in the 50s. We'll talk some hockey. Why not? It's September Head coach of the wilderness is Colton St. Clair. He joins next 1020 Bruce Siski show on KDAL. This is the Golden Gopher Daily Update. I'm Mike Grimm. We'll hear the anatomy of
1: that great Daniel Jackson touchdown catch from last week's win over Nebraska when we come back. we are professionals we are family and friends we are volunteers we are community partners we are a team dedicated to helping you succeed we help protect and serve america's businesses when you need us we're here to help at federated mutual insurance company it's our business to protect yours rated a plus superior by am best company Gopher receiver Daniel Jackson made all the highlight reels with his dazzling game-tying TD grab in last week's 13-10 win over Nebraska. How did he make the toe-tapping grab? It's trained for sure. It comes down to fundamentals. We get
3: uh, taught to throw our leg, and like physics, kind of say that if you throw your top leg, your back leg is down to drag. So you know, went to physics, I guess. But also, nah, Coach Fleck and Coach Simon definitely do a great job of instilling that in practice every day. Anytime we're on the sideline, we throw our leg to make sure that toe's down. Like, I was being down in that whole two-minute. It's technique time at that point. And so, playmakers make plays, you know, when they're – especially at times like that when they're uh, counted to aren't to be, you know, at their best. And so, just the play call and understanding the leverage that I'm, I was be given I was given from the DB. And in my mind, I, was, I already kind of seen the play happening. I could foresee it. But at that point, it's just staying poised and staying calm and – your fundamentals, <laughs> you know, we're on the route as best you can.
1: That's Gopher receiver Daniel Jackson. You can hear the entire 25-minute interview by listening to this week's Go Gopher podcast wherever you get podcasts. This week's Gopher opponent is Eastern Michigan on Saturday night on campus. That's the Golden Gopher Daily Update. I'm Mike Graham. The Ruth Show.
4: I enjoy having breakfast in bed. I like waking up to the smell of bacon, sue me. And since I don't have a butler, I have to do it myself. So most nights before I go to bed, I will lay six strips of bacon out on my George Foreman grill. Then I go to sleep. When I wake up, I plug in the grill. I go back to sleep again. Then I wake up to the smell of crackling bacon. It is delicious. It's good for me. It's a perfect way to start the day. On
1: 610 and right. FM 103.9, KDAO. 1026.
0: Minnesota Wilderness, our home this weekend. In Proctor at the St. Luke Sports and Event Center. Season opener is Saturday, seven fifteen against the Anchorage Wolverines. Joining us now, their head coach, their new head coach, is a former national champion at the university of north dakota colton st Clair. good morning sir hey
3: good morning bruce thanks for
0: having me thank you for doing this uh, congratulations on the new gig uh, how have you settled in so far
3: yeah it's been good uh you know I, I think at the start you're breathing through a fire hose a little bit um you know it's nice to to get going and get everyone situated whether it's with your billet families or just getting used to the new systems and play styles. so it's finally getting uh Getting fun here, getting ready to start the regular season.
0: Now, uh, you might be a first-time head coach in this league. You're not a first-time head coach. You you've done this at least. You know, you had an opportunity to be a head coach, which not a lot of guys in this league can say that they have. What did you learn about being a head coach that helped prepare you for this job now in the North American League?
3: Yeah, you know what? I think uh you know. Granted, the the level I was a head coach, I was a little bit uh, lower um, than what it i'm at now but i just think you know you always learn every day you learn as you go um every player is different and i think that was also you know the biggest thing from a player to becoming a coach is you know when you're a player you worry about yourself within the system and now you have you know 26 different personalities that you never know what somebody's going through and and they learn in different ways and just really how to how to manage things outside of hockey as well for them and just help them become better people
0: uh, for you, uh, and you played for some great coaches at North Dakota and Dave Hackstall and Brad Berry, and, and not just the head coaches, but you played some great assistant coaches as well. It's a great environment. At what point during your playing career did you start to think that this was something you'd want to pursue when you were done?
3: Yeah, I think it was, uh, it was definitely my senior year. You know, I had uh, a rough start that year. You know, started off with, um, you know, blew up my shoulder and, and didn't know if I was going to get to play again that season. Uh, you know, ended up coming back, but I was I was very fortunate enough to have a have a great staff and uh, that helped me out. And you know, I got to sit in on some practice plans and some of the analytical things that they did, and you know, just kind of understanding. You know, it sucks as a player at that time, but realizing your career is probably coming to an end. You know, what's the next step? And it was just something that really interested me, and and ended up pursuing it a little bit later on. Um, you know, about six or seven months after i graduated but i'm just very glad i did so
0: talking to uh, minnesota wilderness head coach colton st Clair, first year on this job what attracted you to the wilderness
3: you know i i think it's just uh you know you're always see uh i was a finalist for a couple ushl teams and just you know whether it's age or experience just didn't have it and you know i think it says a lot about the organization and the people here you know with dave boyd and and barry bowman as the owner they gave me a chance and i think there's like i said there's a lot to be said if somebody's willing to bet on you and i want to do the same for them
0: what do you think about the foundation you guys have here as you get started on 2023-24 this weekend at home it's
3: it's good we have a we have a good mix of older guys and young guys some guys that had some success last year and some new guys that have a high ceiling um so it's i think you got to have a good blend of that and you know i think just heading in it's, it's a great group that that works hard we just got to make sure it's you know we're staying detailed within how we want to do things and just take it day by day
0: you know this is uh this is a league that has grown in stature i'm sure you're very aware of that it, it feels like every year there are more and more north american league players that are getting opportunities to play division one college hockey and of course go beyond that as well what is it about this league that has allowed it to grow not just in the number of teams but in the in the way that people view the north american league
3: Well, it's it's a you know testament to just you know the commissioner and and the coaches and just the players. I think there's a little bit of you know you get to the USHL and there's you know twenty year old rule, right? You can only have a certain amount of twenty year olds, and so now they if a team doesn't have space for them, you know they play in the North American League and they're still great players. And now you're getting more young players too that are affiliated with USHL teams or are going to get drafted at some point. So I think that makes it very attractive. And I think um, just the overall development on, on you know, the promotional standpoint and making sure everybody gets what they need is really increasing. So I think it's just on the rise, and it's something, uh, you know, everybody should be proud of, and it's it's great so
0: far. A couple more here for Wilderness Coach Colton St. Clair, head of the opener Saturday. You've had a couple of exhibition games. What have you learned so far, and, and what do you still maybe need to learn as you guys approach opening night on Saturday?
3: Well, for us, it's obviously new systems, and I'm not going to expect us to be, uh, you know, perfect in those. I, You know, I'm, you know, expecting mistakes. For me, it's a little bit of the game management piece, you know, the time and score and, you know, when it's okay to take a risk or two and when, you know, we got to protect inside the dot. Um, and then, you know, a little bit of – it's a tough situation, too, for some of these guys, but really just working on a little bit of the emotional stress piece, you know, not a lot of these – young men have been involved with um, their buddy getting cut from a team or them not knowing if they're making the team type thing. Um, but I think just overall, it's just the the details and the execution when stuff really breaks down for us. And that's the biggest piece.
0: How much of a, of a piece is conditioning at this point? Not just for the season, but you're about to embark on four games in four days at the showcase next week.
3: It's huge and, and funny you say that you know it's kind of something we're working on this week I just think you know you go into the showcase um, teams aren't at their their peak of you know how they execute their systems or their structure but you have an advantage if you go in in better shape and you show better and and truthfully you know when you go to that showcase it's about trying to get a scholarship and also trying to win games at the same time for your team so I, I just think our group and uh, you know the individuals looking to get those scholarships. If you are in better shape, you are just gonna you are gonna show better.
0: The uh, showcases next week, starting Wednesday at the Super Rink in Blaine. Home opener is Saturday at the St. Luke Sports and Events Center in Proctor. Wonderful facility there. Seven fifteen versus Anchorage. We'll be hearing from uh, Colton St. Clair throughout the season. Good luck Saturday next week at the showcase, and we'll chat later on this month. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Colton St. Clair, new head coach of the Minnesota Wilderness. Again, 7-15 at the St. Luke Sports and Events Center in Proctor on Saturday opening night versus Anchorage. More to come, 10 Madison Gordon, UMV Volleyball Super Senior, joins us after a CBS News update. Bruce Siskey Show on KDAL. The Bruce Siskey
1: Show. The one constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. America has ruled by like an army of steamrollers. It's been erased like a blackboard, rebuilt and erased again. But baseball has marked the time. This field, this game, is a part of our past, Ray. It reminds us of all that once was good, and it could be again. On 610 and FM 103.9, KDAO. 1038.
0: Tomorrow on the radio show, Matthew Collar, Purple Insider. will preview Week 1 Vikings v. Buccaneers. We'll the 2023 Vikings, some reasonable expectations, update the Justin Jefferson contract talks and more. And the head coach of the Saints Scholastica football team, Mike Heffernan, taped with him yesterday. You'll hear that tomorrow as the Saints embark on Rockford, Illinois, and their season opener against Rockford University coming up on Saturday at 1 o'clock. That is uh, coming up tomorrow. We are busy for... I did the calendar while I was away. I was just dying for something to do on Tuesday. Uh, We're basically tied up in the next, oh, month and a half on the radio show. We've got a lot planned for you. Stay tuned for more details on everything that we will have going on. The UMV volleyball team hosting the Up North preseason tournament at Romano Gym. I caught up this week with 60-year senior Madison Gordon. All right, so the first thing, I I talked to the head coach about this before the season started. It was the first thing I noticed when I looked at, at the roster for this team. There are four players with a first name of Madison, Maddie, or Madeline. And then there's a player with the last name of Madison. How do you keep your all straight here during practices and such?
4: I'm going to be honest. Um, Jim does a not a great job at making sure to identify who is who. For some reason, he calls Kalen Madison Madison, which just makes it more confusing. Um, <laughs> So we just got to start going by last names or first name for Kalen.
0: I I can't imagine having this many on one team. Uh, Do you guys ever get yourselves mixed up? Like I got a feeling most of the time you've got a pretty good idea when the coach wants to talk to you, right?
4: Yeah, for the most part, especially with uh, Maddie Keeley and I being both setters, we know that if he says Maddie and is correcting some type of setting um, critique, we know that it's going to go towards both of us because we're both most likely doing the same thing wrong at the same time of practice. Um, But it is pretty nice that we do have uh, Madison Reed as the DS Libero, and then we have Madeline um gets go on the right side so it's not too confusing because we all play our roles and we know that we aren't going to interfere get in the way of the other person
0: I, at some point i want to see all five of you on the court at the same time that that is my i, I don't even think it's possible necessarily because i know you and maddie keely play the same position but i want to see it, it just for fun
4: yeah, I think it would be super funny just to hear mine up, Madison, mine up, Madison. Go for
0: it, Madison. Madison Gordon, our guest, UMB Volleyball, uh, what now 60-year senior setter. Is is that right? Did I get the number of years correct? Yep, I call myself a super, super senior. <laughs> You're a super-duper senior. That would work, too. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let, let's, before we get into what's been happening so far this year, let's reflect on last season and, and a 27 win campaign. You guys get back to the NCAA tournament. You compete for a conference championship. And, and by the way, the toughest conference of the country. Your thoughts on, on 2022 and, and trying to carry it over now this fall?
4: Yeah, 2022 was a great season. Um, I know that one of our biggest rivals is Concordia St. Paul, and they were the team that uh, knocked us out in the conference tournament and regional tournament, and much respect for them because they did make it all the way to the um, championship and took second. So as you can see, we're right there with them. If we went to lost, we most likely would have been in the same position. Um, transitioning into the 2023 season, I'm just super excited to get back out on the court, be able to play against good competition all through regular season, and then continue um, into good competition in that regional tournament, especially since we're just a powerhouse region um, for D2 volleyball.
0: Yeah, how tough is this conference, this region? My goodness, every single year, and, and you're doing it again this year, you got five NSIC teams at the top of 11 of the national poll that came out this week.
4: Yeah, it's just super cool to be able to see that the Midwest is such a powerhouse for volleyball. Um, You know that wherever you're traveling for each weekend, you're going to have great competition. You never have that weekend off. Um, So I'm just super excited to get one last opportunity to play all these fun teams.
0: So you are the, – the setter's the quarterback, basically, uh, of the offense and volleyball. And, and, yes, I know that you guys are, are going to miss Sid Lanou and everything. She brought this team last year, and she leaves a gigantic hole in so many different ways. But – you do return seventy eight percent of your offensive output, which I gotta think takes a little bit of pressure off you as a setter. You've al- you already know a lot of these players that you're you're charged with getting set up and put in good positions to kill the ball. And you know, how comfortable are you with the players around you in this offense as you guys get started this year?
4: I feel like our team is um, really good in the fact of we don't have just one powerhouse hitter. We have we have Sam Paulson, we have Grace Bake, we have Hope Schenken. All of those girls are phenomenal hitters and are hitting over 250, so it's not like I just have one girl that I have to shove the ball to. I can choose any of them, and I know that they're going to be in the correct position and have a hard, or a hard enough swing to put the ball down. So I feel like this year... It takes a little bit of the stress off of me knowing that I have those connections with the girls, but they've also put a lot of time, or a lot of work into the gym to make sure that they are putting themselves in a good position as well.
0: The, the sound of the ball hitting the right hand of Sienna Sobichka is something. That said, I think my favorite play that you run is the one where you look like you're about to set the ball, but instead you put it over the net yourself. How hard of a read is that to make on the fly? It's one of those – it feels like a play that you want to run a few times just to show that you're willing to do it, but you've got to run it at the right times.
4: Yeah, I have a really hard time running that play, I'm going to be honest. Um, My role is to set the ball. I'm not a hitter in any aspect, so when I do have the opportunity where I see that there's a split in the block and I can throw that ball over, it's a great opportunity to just – um, remind the block on the other side that I'm also an option, and so it allows um, the middle on the other side to kind of hold with me. So then I can hopefully create one-on-ones for the outside and right side. So that's the only reason why I really do it. I, I'm not trying to up my hitting percentage because that's not my that's not my job.
0: <laughs> but it is one more thing that you can show that it's one more thing they have to think about, and the more they have to think about, I got to think from your perspective, the better.
4: Yeah, absolutely. I think I've been working on it a little bit more in practice. Um, I've continued to want to get better at it because that not only helps us as a team and earn points, but it also helps my hitters in the sense of the middle blocker on the other side has to hold with me.
0: How good can Sienna Slovichka be? It's it's great to have her back here and, and, and hopefully healthier than she's been the last couple of years. But even last year, battling what she battled, again, when you, when you put the ball where it needs to be, the, the, that right arm can put a swing on it.
4: Yeah, it's just been really exciting this last preseason to be able to see her healthy and confident out on the floor. The last couple of preseasons, she's just kind of had her little hiccups in the road, and this preseason was phenomenal. She worked really hard this summer to – um, improve her strength, improve her speed, and I can totally see that out on the court this year.
0: Uh, the middle is also strong, and you know Grace Dake returns, Samantha Paulson returns, Hope Schenken returns. What's the chemistry like? Be- because you've got experience playing with these players. Yeah,
4: Hope and I are in our fifth and sixth year, so Hope and I have been going through this program the last couple of years, so I feel like we have a great connection. Um, and then with Grace Dake, she just is always up in the air and I can throw her ball and she's able to get up there. And then Sam Paulson, that girl has an absolute arm. This this last year, I feel like she's been able to um, quicken up her arm swing, and you can totally see that now with the the monster kills that she has gotten recently.
0: Talking to UMD Volleyball, super-duper senior setter Madison Gordon. So last weekend out at Ferris State, 10-hour bus ride. That's good bonding for the players. You go win four matches. What do you think of the weekend?
4: fun weekend um, up in Michigan. Um, We always have great competition. Jim tries to get us into preseason tournaments um, that will help us with the regional ranking and being able to just play teams that are close to our region. Um, It was just really fun to be able to not only go on a 10-hour bus ride and go over the Mackinac, it was just a fun weekend to hang out in a hotel and just create a good bond before the R season truly starts.
0: One of the things that, that Jim Booz has also talked about is is the importance in these early season tournaments of, of getting everybody an opportunity. You, you've got to get everybody out, everyone out there to see what they can do. Uh, what do you think of, of some of your new players and, and their first opportunities to, to play as Bulldogs this past weekend?
4: With all of our girls being able to play, I feel like we have quickly realized in the gym that all of us are very competitive and almost in the same range where some teams you have your great hitters and then you have your incoming freshmen who are kind of slower and need to get used to the pace of the game. Everyone during preseason came in and was ready to grind. So this last weekend when we were able to throw in all the other girls that aren't the starting seven, um, we realized that Even though we have some freshmen and some younger players, they still can compete at our high level. So Jim even talked about, like, if one of our hitters is having an off day, we can throw in a non-starter, and we would still be completely fine because of how dynamic our team is
0: couple more here for Madison Gordon from UMD Volleyball. You guys are home this weekend, the Up North Preseason Tournament, a six-team event that begins Thursday night at Romano Gym. Just the excitement for you guys, getting to play at Romano and getting to play what's going to be a pretty high-level tournament on your home floor.
4: Yeah, I'm super excited to host a preseason tournament. I don't think we've hosted one in the last... At least six years because I've been here for six. Um, so, just super excited to be able to play some non conference tournament in our home gym. Uh, Michigan and Northern Michigan are two powerhouses in the Midwest um region so just super excited to be able to play some other great competition with um that's not in the nsic
0: it's from talking to the head coach he made it sound like this is going to be more of a regular thing with with the, the the four of you that are kind of close by here you and saint cloud and northern michigan and michigan tech kind of taking turns what does that mean to to have this type of competition and to have it not that far from home
4: Yeah, I am very thankful. I remember having a conversation with our athletic director, Forrest. Um, He came over from northern Michigan, and he was so excited to be able to host the tournament. Um, So being able to rotate through and not have those super long drives or even a flight down to Florida and still have good competition is super amazing and um, super encouraging for the Midwest in the volleyball aspect.
0: That is starting tonight at Romano Gym. UMD will play the second game of the day, 7.30, against Michigan Tech. First game at 5 o'clock is Northern Michigan battling St. Cloud State. Then there are five games tomorrow, all beginning at 9.30 a.m. UMD will play the nightcap at 7.30 against Central Washington. And then on Saturday, the Bulldogs will play twice on a five-game day, 2.30 versus Northern Michigan and 7.30 versus Southern New Hampshire. Details, Tickets, more moreumvbulldogs.com. Hope to see everybody out there for that. 10.50, wrap it up in a moment. Bruce Siski Show on KDAL. KDAL. 10.59, as we prepare to wrap things up on this Thursday morning. So nice of you to join us. We're back tomorrow. Vikings Buccaneers, a Viking centric week one preview. Matthew Collar, Purple Insider, joins the radio show. Good friend of the show. We'll talk Vikings tomorrow and also hear from the head coach of the Saints-Galassica football team, Mike Heffern, in their opener is Saturday. Sound off, Brad and Kenny, after the news. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. This has been the Bruce Siski Show. Hit us up on Twitter at Bruce Sisky
1: Show and let us know what you think. No. Yes. No. Well. No, I I crossed my mind. Visit KDAL610.com to podcast today's show anytime. What'd you say? Listen to shows on demand and download for free. You can also subscribe via Spotify or your favorite podcast app. This has been the Bruce Siski Show. CBS News is up next. This is your home for the Minnesota Timberwolves. 103.9 W280 D F M and AM 610 KDAL Duluth Superior.